This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Freelance Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Latasha James. Whether you're ready to launch the side hustle you've been dreaming about, working to double your freelance income and go full-time, or just seeking inspiration from some of the smart, innovative folks I know, you're in the right place. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. I'm your host, Latasha James, or at the Latasha James. And today we're talking about the onboarding process. I hear from you guys all the time about the good, the bad, the ugly that you're experiencing in your business. And when I do hear about those things that are not so good, a lot of the times I'm asking you, hey, what does it say in your contract? Or, you know, was this presented to them in your onboarding materials, etc.? And, you know, a lot of the the trouble that we have sometimes with our clients can often be remedied by having this onboarding process down pat. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we hop into that, I have some very exciting news to share with you. And that's that I have my newest resource. It's available now for you all to check out. I'm going to have it linked down in the description box of this video, as well as in the show notes of the podcast. And it's called the social media manager toolbox. I'm so excited to finally say that out loud and introduce it to you. It's something that I and my team have been working on for a really long time and it's been in my head for way, way longer. Basically, it's a series of templates, of resources, of guides. It's pretty much all plug and play, customizable to your business of onboarding materials and strategy documents and research documents that you can use to build and and, and use with your social media management clients. So this is pretty much a social media management business in a box. And it's a lot of documents that I have scrapped together over the years and really pieced together to make them mine and my version of perfect that you're going to be able to just download and have readily available for you. They also come with some quick videos sharing how to use each of the documents and some additional resources too. So yeah, I'm really excited to be getting it out into the world and I'm, I'm super excited to hear what you all think of it. So again, link down below and I'll I'll be talking about some of the documents that are in it throughout this video as well. So the first thing that really kicks off the client onboarding process is a contract. I mean, I know it sounds a little weird because it's kind of its its own thing, but really this is the first document that you're providing the client that really outlines what the relationship is going to look like, what services they're getting, how you're getting paid and all of that. It is a legally binding document that, you know, acts as an agreement between the two of you saying, hey, this is how things are going to work. So it's important to have a few key things in your contract. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I always recommend getting an attorney drafted contract that you can use if possible. But there are some great resources out there for templates and things like that that I will link down below. And they're they're linked in the toolbox as well. But, you know, I, I think some things that I really like to pay attention to are payment 
you know, deadlines, timing, all of that good stuff. Also the overall scope and timeline of the project so that the client knows exactly when they're going to be getting certain deliverables from you so that they know when they need to provide things to you, etc. So you can list all those things in the contract and kind of just the overall process of things too, you know, how they're going to be submitting these things to you and what happens if they don't. So really getting kind of um, into the weeds with a lot of the process is really important because they're going to be signing off on these things. And this contract really serves as a reference point too for if there are disputes. Now, again, I'm not an attorney, so I'm not, I don't know what happens if they sue you or anything like that. That's not what this is about. But, you know, if a client says, oh, I thought you were going to post five times a week on my Instagram and you both agreed to three times a week, you can always pull out that contract and just say, hey, we have it in our contract that you're getting three times a week Instagram posts. Did you want to up it to five? Here's what this is going to cost, etc. And it serves as kind of a backup for you and kind of like your manager, you know, you can, you can phone in the manager if you're having any type of dispute and that is going to be your contract. So like I said, um, get a good contract, either that's attorney drafted. There are some resources like and co it's going to be linked in the toolbox as well as I'll link it down in below of this video. And co is a great place to look for, you know, a, a plug and play kind of customizable template. And there's a bunch out there from, you know, online lawyers and things like that as well. I personally use HoneyBook. I recently moved over to HoneyBook, a CRM tool. I'll also leave a link for HoneyBook down below because it's seriously changed the game for me. I get to send my contract along with a proposal of services and along with any other documents that I really want to provide in that first kind of step, get paid in one step, get the signature in one step. It's so, so seamless where my old process was kind of doing things piece by piece and really manually sending things out. So it works and it can work. And if you want to go that option, if you're brand new to freelancing, what I used to use was Hello Sign. You can send, I think it's up to three documents for free every month. So again, if you're just starting out, that's probably about what you'll need. And then of course you can upgrade to a paid plan or upgrade to a HoneyBook or a HubSpot or whatever it is that you prefer down the road. Now, the next thing you're gonna need to do, of course, is send out an invoice. If you're getting paid ahead of time, of course. Now, I mean, really, even if you're getting paid at the end of the project, 90% of the time, I would still recommend taking a deposit. You know, if you're a photographer, if you're a website designer, if you're a brand designer, I mean, for most things, you should probably be accepting some type of deposit. So again, I use HoneyBook for this because it's all one step, like the contract, the proposal, and the invoice are all in one step and really whatever else I wanna add to it too. Uh, but again, if you need to do this step-by-step, step, totally fine. I love Wave, that's my accounting system, uh, my preferred account tool again totally free of course you pay a small uh, payment processing fee just like you would for any any tool out there but it's really good it's really easy to do and you can also use PayPal if you prefer to do that that's another really easy way to do that but you know Again, I think that these things really set the tone for the relationship. So I think it's important to send this off promptly. Don't say, oh yeah, you're gonna pay a deposit or oh yeah, you're gonna pay the first month up front and then not send it for a week because I think that even though you think you're being a nice person and you're like, oh, I'm not trying to rush them. I'm not trying to make them feel like I'm only about the money. What it in turn does is one, it can sometimes make you look a little bit not professional or a little lazy. <laughs> it can often confuse the customer too, because they might be like, okay, on you know October 1st, I'm gonna be sending Latasha 
a thousand dollars or whatever and it never comes around and their books might get messed up because of that and I think it also can sometimes send the message that it's okay like it's not a big deal she's not in a rush it's fine she doesn't really need this money she she took a week to send this so I can take another week or two before I pay it so make sure that all that stuff you know you're setting the tone for it right the next thing that I do is I send off a questionnaire now again this is kind of where things get industry or or discipline specific I guess you could say because for social media management clients, I send off a questionnaire that asks like really everything about their business. I mean, I want to know what their business goals are. I want to know who their competitors are. I want to know, um, you know, some accounts that they like the look and feel of. I want to know if they have a brand kit. So do they have certain fonts that they use? If I'm going to be designing content for social, do they have certain fonts, certain colors? Um, I want to know who the main point of contact is. So who am I going to be communicating with? If there's an issue, who should I send any customer service escalations to? So if somebody um, writes in on Instagram and says, oh my gosh, I had a terrible experience at your restaurant, who do I send that complaint to? I mean, I really like get deep with these questions and I do have in the toolbox a, a you know an, an example and a plug and play version that you all can use. Again, I use HoneyBook for this. It's super great because I can set up an automation and it can automatically go out once the invoice is, is paid, which is awesome. Um, but you can also do this manually for a long time. I had a Google form that I used and then I moved over to Typeform. Typeform is a lot more sleek looking, but it is a little more expensive. There's only, I think you can only receive a certain amount of uh, responses per month. So uh, if you're using it a lot or if you're onboarding a lot of clients, unless you want to pay for it, that might not be a great option, but Google Forms is totally free. Uh, it doesn't look as pretty, but you know, they've already signed, so they already liked you clearly. So I don't think that it's that big of a deal. I think the thing about this questionnaire too is similar to the contract. It's good so that you have kind of a reference point. You can refer back to something if there is any confusion. If there's like, oh, why did you create something in that style? Why did you use that color? And you're like, well, you you sent your brand kit and this is what was in it. Or these are some of the competitors that you mentioned and this is kind of what they're doing. And you guys can kind of have a good, clear understanding of things. It's also super important when we talk about business goals. One of the things that I have on my questionnaire is I have them kind of tell me what is the most important goal? Is it brand awareness, lead generation, customer service, et cetera? Because there's a lot of different shoes that social media fills, right? I mean, there's a lot of different things that social media can be responsible for and that can be achieved through social. But I want to know, like, what is their number one? What is their top priority? Because we can't work on everything at once. I mean, we can work on everything at once, but everything is not going to be transformed overnight. We really need to be be clear about working on a top priority first. And the other things are going to be falling into line, of course, but prioritization is hugely important. And like I said, if you're in a different industry, just, you know, adjust that questionnaire to what you actually need. A photographer may need date of your event or a number of people in the photos, or, you know, you can totally customize that based on what you need, of course. The next thing, this is what I get a lot of questions about for social is account access. So you will need to actually go through and, you know, get access to their Facebook account, their LinkedIn account, whatever profiles that you are managing. Now for those accounts, Facebook and LinkedIn, YouTube, what are the other ones? I think those are the big ones. Those ones, they can actually give you account access. So what I do is I make sure that I send them my, um, 
emails that are associated with those platforms. So they're, they're different than my business email. Like for example, YouTube is going to be your personal Google account usually, and they can just add you in on the back end of that. Uh, for Facebook, I'll send them my Facebook email and then also my at handle. Uh, you know how your Facebook profile says, you know, facebook.com slash XYZ is your, is your personal profile. I'll send them that end part because sometimes it's easier to find you if you type that in to the admin tool. It's, it's pretty weird. Facebook is a little glitchy sometimes. So I'll send them that as well as the email. And then I'll also send them instructions. So I have PDFs that I've created for my clients that just show a little uh, tutorial of how to get to these different admin sections of their profiles so they can easily add me onto their accounts. You can also send for, for, for pretty much all of these social media tools, the actual tools themselves are going to have some pretty good resources. Just Google, you know, how to add an admin on LinkedIn and send them that that link or that PDF or whatever it is that you find. Now, for some of the other platforms like Twitter and Instagram, and um, yeah, I think those are the big ones there that use passwords you will need their actual password. And a lot of clients are not gonna be comfortable sending this through email. And you know, I'm, I'm, I personally don't really recommend sending it through email just because there is a potential for, for things to go wrong, things to get lost. You know, you don't want to be responsible for any type of hacking or account security issues. So I like a tool called LastPass. And this is really cool because they can just send you over like an encrypted version of their password and you can click launch and basically be logged in without even having to share that password back and forth in like a Google doc or something like that. You can also, depending on the access that they give you, you can see it so that you can, you know, store it wherever you store your passwords. I don't store them digitally, but some people do that's going to be your decision. I personally do not. Another tip real quick about this is if they're having trouble, if they're having trouble with LastPass, if they're having trouble getting you Facebook admin access, whatever it is, totally understandable. You guys have to remember that we are the experts. They're paying us to be the consultant and the expert in social media. You know, a lot of times business owners just don't have time. They may have never even been in the back end of their Facebook page. So it's important to be patient with them and really spell things out through those PDFs if you can or, or links or whatever. Um, but also don't be shy to get on a 20 minute call with them and just share your screen on Zoom or have them share their screen on Zoom. And you can literally point, actually on Zoom, you can even take control of the screen with your own mouse if you want to do remote control and help them. You know, it might be an unexpected 15, 20 minute call, but it often will save you a lot of time of back and forth through emails. If they're like, oh, can you send another screenshot? I'm confused. You know, just, just be a good service provider and hop on the phone. Or you can even do a Loom video. Loom is another great option there where you can just send a quick little screen share video and hopefully that will help them out. And the last thing really is just giving them a clear scope and timeline. Now, again, this should really be in your contract as well. At least for me, it's like kind of an overview. It's a, hey, we're going to do social media management for six months. Um, on month one, we're going to do X, Y, Z. Month six, blah, blah, blah. You know, like if there are specific deliverables. But 
in this last document that I send, which again is sent through HoneyBook for me, but you can just send through an email, through Google Docs. Uh, before I used HoneyBook, I guess I should back up to, I would just give my clients their own folder on Google Drive. So that was pretty easy. So then I could add documents to these folders as we went through and they kind of would always know where to find them and it would be really easy. So again, that's something that you can do. So you can definitely send this via email, but I just like to do a document that that has, you know, a breakdown of, okay, month one, week one. And I'm not saying you have to break down every day. Of course, if it's like a six month project or something, especially, but if there are deadlines that are, that, that I need something from them, if you get me account access by January 5th, your posts will start rolling out on January 10th or whatever that cadence is for you. And just kind of break those things down. I also include in that document payment dates. This is just my preference. I don't think it's necessary because it will be in your contract likely, but I like them to have a little document that just kind of is really easy for them to refer back to. They don't have to open up a bulky contract. And, you know, sometimes contracts just seem scary to open up in general. So it can just be a quick little Google Doc or something in the client portal that just outlines, hey, here's when I'm going to be invoicing you just as a heads up. I think it's a nice thing. They can print it off. They can put it on their desk, file it away, whatever they need to do. Uh, and it really does help set the tone so that there aren't going to be those, oh, I had no idea I was getting an invoice today. And you're like, Again, you signed on it and I also sent you a document. So if they're still confused about payment dates, that's definitely, um, at that point, it's not really your fault. You kind of did everything that you could. So those are kind of the five steps that I use to onboard my clients. Of course, we'll also do a kickoff call typically. So, you know, usually they're signing up for strategy and social media management so we can all get together, talk about what the next steps are going to look like and just like talk through all of this stuff. But yeah, those are the main documents that I use. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I am super excited to share the social media manager toolbox with you all. It's been a long time coming. It has over 15 resources, templates, guides that will help you really take the client relationship to the next level. I'm talking social media strategy documents, social media audits, competitor analysis, really everything that I wish I had when I first started and that I have kind of over the years really pieced together uh, in my own way. And now it's, it's done for you. Plug and play, just change up the fonts, change up the colors to make it really look like your brand and to make it really look like you and you'll be good to go. So super excited to share that with you. And I will also share a HoneyBook link down below, not sponsored or anything like that, but I do have a one dollar offer. So if you are listening to this and you're like, oh man, this HoneyBook automation and stuff sounds really cool. It is. And I have an offer for you all where you can get it for $1 for the first eight months. So $1 a month, first eight months, meaning you're going to be spending $8 total for eight months to use this tool. It's absolutely phenomenal deal. So I'm going to list that down below as well if you want to check that out. So thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will talk to you next Friday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Show notes for this episode are available at latashajames.com slash podcast and contain all of the links I may have mentioned today, as well as an invitation to join my private Facebook group, the Freelance Friday Podcast Community. You can also learn about my ultra exclusive membership community, the Freelance Friday Club. 
Oh, and if you liked what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or throw me a testimonial over at latashajames.com slash contact. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.